Hey now, it's a Wednesday, 9am, right here on cliffcentral.com. It is the last edition of Untapped Talents, right here on cliffcentral.com. It's the last one for the year. Done. Dusted. Like... It's it's gone that quickly. I cannot believe it whatsoever, but I'm absolutely excited. Let's let's round off the year in the best way possible. So for the next hour, you and I are just gonna tie it all together and kick 2014 away and usher in the best year of our lives thus far. Let's be optimistic, right? 2015 is going to be it. So thank you so much for having us for having us on. Really, my name is Sia Sangweni Finn, and so this is what I was thinking, right? For the last edition for the year, what? better way to actually wrap up this year than for us to really just muse it up right if you listen to have talents often you know that i absolutely love musicians i have a lot of musicians on it's even better when they play live like that's an extra star in my books but i just love a good old jam and a sick beat and an even better message so that's all better so i just think let's wrap up the year looking at some of those musicians who've really conquered this year and more than that i'll also be talking to a young musician as well later on in the year <laughs> later on in the year later on in the show that's more like it i was actually talking to my guest his name is storm harrison and his backstory is, is he's 15 years old and before we went we went on to air actually told him like i was always stressed out about doing the show and more than that i was stressed out about like having musicians because i was having this conversation with someone yesterday as well i said i never want the show to be like a cooking show and they looked at me like i was crazy but what i mean is have you ever watched a cooking show and regardless of what they cook or how they cook it, they always have to go, mmm, oh, that was delightful. <laughs> so all I said, I never want to have musicians who are under power and have to basically sit in this chair and lie and say they were awesome. So um, I asked for Storm's music a couple of days ago and I listened to it beforehand and I sat there and I was like, wow. Now, this is actually, this is one of those times where it was absolutely awesome. And more than that, he's 15. He's 15 and he's making such great music. People, when I was 15, I was still eating crayons. So, <laughs> we aren't going to judge, right? I can admit stuff like that and you aren't going to say anything. So, we're going to just move very, very swiftly past that. And we're going to start everything off by almost giving a summary of the year that was. And I'm very, very excited about that. So, sticking to the music theme, um, I just think let's kick off with some little under. Under the carpet, no, under the carpet sounds kind of salacious. Young and coming, yeah, let's, let's do that rather. Young and coming talents who've recently been awarded. And in the terms of the Grammys, I feel like I need a drum roll or something. I'm failing myself recently. Like I can't even do anything. Okay. So maybe should we, should we make it more official? I think if I can't even at least get like a drum roll, I'll get something more. No, just, yeah, let's try this. Let's try this, okay? So we're going to talk about the Grammys, and it's very, very serious, and it's very official. This is Sia taking on the Grammys. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now it's time to talk about the Grammys. Okay. Now, if you really know me, I'm psycho and wired in the way that I love a good award show. I'm the type of person to wake up at 2 a.m. Central African time just so that I'm watching the award show live. 
I did it for the Grammys, I do it for the Oscars, the MTV Video Music Awards, the MTV Movie Awards, whatever it is, because it's not just about the awards or who gets them or who cries or who falls on the red carpet. That's all outplayed. It's all actually about the drama, because you know there's always drama. Like this year at the Grammys, yes, Beyonce had an amazing performance, but she sat, she was sulking after her performance. So I actually sat there, I was like, what is going on? If you really know later on, it was discovered that the performance didn't go her way. There was supposedly meant to be like some water water dripping from the ceiling and it was meant to be sexier and whatever. Beyonce, your life is perfect, so shut up. Nonetheless, it's all about that. If you watch any sort of award show with Neil Patrick Harris, for example, you know that there's going to be a song somewhere down the line and he's going to dance to it. So that's what I absolutely love. And the Grammys absolutely shut it down year after year without any doubt whatsoever. So what I love about the Grammys as well is that they're always so relevant year in, year out. You know you can count on them, but just being absolutely on par. The year, um, the Grammys this year, 2014, once again, they were absolutely relevant. In Hollywood, you know, it was all about equality and same rights, etc., etc. And one of the biggest years in 2013, going into 2014, was Macklemore and Ryan Lewis with Same Love. So, yes, you can take out a tissue and dab your eye when you think about it. I won't judge you. Uh, but what happened with Same Love was... Uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis came onto stage and they started singing their song. Um, Miranda Lambert, not Miranda Lambert, Mary Lambert, who sings the hook, also came on and she was very emotional. And then when you think, oh, Lord have mercy, everyone is about to cry, 33 couples walked into the arena. Now, this was like interracial couples and couples with age differences and uh, homosexual couples and it was just all about same love. And then you think, oh my goodness, what's about to happen here? Queen Latifah walks out on stage and she says she's about to officiate the wedding for all 33 couples. You're like, okay, I cannot take anymore. They have the little impromptu wedding within the performance and then you think, okay, this is kind of a lot and I can't take anymore. Then Madonna walks out. (laughs) Madonna walks out and she sings. So basically I was thinking how, number one, it's so culturally relevant. It's a discussion that's been going on prevalently in 2013, 14, and I definitely think equality is still going to be going on in 2015 as well. But more than that, I just sat down and I thought about the cool factor. Screw everything and put everything on the side. Imagine how it is being one of those couples who were married at the Grammys. Not only can you say, I got married at the Grammys live on television, but basically you can say, like the wedding band was Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Queen Latifah officiated my wedding. And then Madonna sang for me. Like what else, what, what else do you want? Katy Perry was in the audience. Shut up. Your life is perfect. Basically, I'm just realizing how dwarf my life is. <laughs> But as we move on to the nominations, what I also love about the Grammys this year is the way the nominees were actually announced. So once again, the Grammys were on par with being so uh, culturally relevant. They did it in such a weird and cool way. Basically, it all started with um, Pharrell. I don't even need to explain or introduce who Pharrell is because 2014 was Pharrell's year. Um, Pharrell and Ed Sheeran, the soulful singer, going on to CBS This Morning in America. It's this morning TV show. And they announced four categories. And what was even cooler than that is that they themselves were nominated in the categories they were announcing. So kudos to them. Um, and on top of that, the Grammys as a whole, they started uh, deciding and picking people to announce different categories and their nominees in different ways throughout the day. So um, the Recording Academy over Twitter actually announced a category. So did Troy Sivan. You know Troy Sivan? The lead actor in Spud 
and he's also quite a YouTube sensation. Um, LL Cool J, who's hosted the Grammys many a time before, also announced on Twitter, Jared Leto, 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 I think, from 30 Seconds to Mars, and he's also quite a great uh, actor. He also announced something. Ryan Seacrest announced something on his show and was also a quick video put out on the internet. Alanis Morissette, you know, from like the little 80s cool kids who are just angry at their boyfriends and they sang along to you, I don't know. Lana's Morissette announced something on Twitter. Nancy O'Dell as well, who works for Entertainment Tonight, which is like this um, gossip show, this gossip channel in America. So it was very, very cool that like people were waiting literally on their Twitter feeds to find out who exactly was nominated and how they were nominated, etc., etc. And what is even cooler than that, I feel like I'm using the word cool many, many times, but you know what I mean. I really am like so zooped up and cool and like struck by it was that. All the people who were actually nominated also didn't know, and they had to find out on Twitter. So Twitter was quite a buzz recently with people actually tweeting and all the artists being happy. Like Ariana Grande was like quite emotional in her tweet. She said, at a loss for words, two Grammy nominations, thankful to even be considered. My heart is exploding. Can't process this. This means the most. So honored. I don't know. Ariana, I'm happy for you, but you still look like you're 12 to me. And yeah, no, let's move on. <laughs> um, Iggy Zeta actually said, congratulations to Charlie XCS, XCX, and they partnered up with the song Fancy. She said, it's been amazing doing the song with you. Now nominations at the Grammy and like, Loud exclamation mark. So she was super, super happy. Barbara Streisand, who's like Barbara Streisand-ish? You don't even have to say anything because you're that cool, Barbara. But she said, what nice news to wake up to. So happy to share this nomination with all my wonderful duet partners. Thank you to NARAS. That's like the whole association which plans the Grammys and the nominees. Thrilled and honored. Then she had a little like kissy face afterwards. Sia, my namesake. Or maybe should I say the talented Sia? <laughs> because the Sia isn't exactly in her like league she said simply at the grammys thank you with a nice little applause and then um what's his name oh that dude tony bennett yes he did a duet with lady gaga and they actually did a like a duet album and they were nominated for best um traditional pop and all he had to say in his tweet was after winning 17 grammys already it's such a thrill to now be nominated with a great lady gaga and then the man of the moment without a doubt once again sam smith he said five grammy nominations what is happening so he was genuinely excited about being nominated and here's the thing if you want to know uh let's let's do a little rundown of all the categories first and foremost beyonce and sam smith are leading with five nominations like for the both of them so they're like the queen and the king of the grammys undisputed whatsoever you cannot be in their league so let's go through all of the different categories album of the year um Beck is nominated for Morning Phase. Now, I don't know who Beck is, but if you're nominated for a Grammy, I think it's kind of cool. Um, it's just like a few years ago when Justin Bieber was nominated in the Newcomer of the Year Award and everyone was thinking he's going to win, then he didn't win. And then like some Elrado Sprouding or somebody or the other one and like the Beliebers were about to like threaten her life. Calm down, Beliebers, and basically to Beck as well. Even though you're nominated with the likes of Beyonce, Ed Sheeran, Sam Smith, and Pharrell, you know what? I'll root for the underdog here. So you go on with your bad self. Record of the Year, Iggy Azalea featuring Charlie XCX with Fancy, Sia with Chandelier, 
Sam Smith with Stay With Me, Taylor Swift Pop Princess Galore with Shake It Off, and Megan Trainer with All About Their Bass are also nominated. In the Song of the Year, now this is to actually highlight the songwriter of the actual song. These are your nominees. Megan Trainer, who co-wrote with Kevin Kaddish with All About That Bass are nominated. Also, Sia and Jesse Shatkin with Chandelier. Taylor Swift, Max Martin and Shalbeck are nominated for Shake It Off. Um, Sam Smith, James Napier and William Phillips are nominated for Stay With Me. And Jose with Take Me to Church. I'm down, 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 time of my life. Yeah. That's why I'm not nominated for the Grammys. And that's why I just sit here alone and I sing. <laughs> but you know that song? It's a cool song, okay? I was listening to the, I was listening to it this morning. I was singing alone. So that's fine. Don't judge me. Um, under best new artists, Sam Smith, Brandy Clark, Bastille, Iggy Azalea, and somebody named H-A-I-M was nominated. Once again, don't know who H-A-I-M is, but believe you me, I think I should actually put money on this. I have a feeling H-A-I-M will win. Then we'll start to see what everybody who likes Sam Smith, Bastille, and Iggy Zelle will have to say. Brandy Clark, Brandy Clark, bless your soul. You have a good traditional name, but I don't know who you are. So we'll move on from that and we'll ignore what I had to say. Under Best Pop Vocal Album, Coldplay is nominated with Ghost Stories. Miley Cyrus is the very first nomination with Bangers. Ariana Grande with My Everything. Katy Perry with Prism. Ed Sheeran with X. And Sam Smith with In the Lonely Hour are also nominated. Under Best Pop Solo Performance, John Legend with All of Me. Sia with Chandelier, Sam Smith with Stay With Me, Taylor Swift with Shake It Off, and Pharrell with Happy. And then, yeah, those are kind of the cool categories. Those are the ones I actually wait for, and I want to see who won. Uh, everyone else, the best R&B album, best rap album. Iggy Zelia is nominated under rap, and I just feel like she's going to like kind of go crazy, and she might win and actually take this. So I'm wanting to see what that is. But this is what I was kind of disappointed about. Pharrell with Happy. Yes, I know what you're thinking. You're kind of thinking Happy is overplayed and you're sick and tired of that song. But you know what? I was also listening in the car, just had this random playlist uh, playing while I was on the way to work. And I was thinking about the show today and talking about Pharrell. And yes, you know, it wasn't really a big thing if he wasn't nominated because the song is so overplayed and you're so sick and tired of it. But listen to this. Come on. Yes. You're going to do it with me. You're going to snap your fingers. And you now have a smile on your face. As soon as you think you're over the song, it goes on and you're happy. Okay, okay. We're happy enough. Thank you, Pharrell. You see what I mean? So I think it was kind of unfair that Pharrell wasn't nominated. Because this the Grammys do this weird thing where, like, um, let's get all very very technical here and i'm gonna get the rights regulations if you want to be nominated for a grammy the cutoff time is the end of september and the nominations are announced in december and the ceremony doesn't air until feb so songs and albums feel like they've been basically released forever before the the grammys show them love you know that so it's just like case in point beyonce she um released her album last year well, no, no, no. The last year's nominations were announced. Beyonce released her album. She even performed Drunk in Love at uh, the Oscars. But they were, she was not eligible for nomination because it was that weird little window period. But nonetheless, she's about to go on and perform. And she's going to have five, you know, she's nominated five times. So kudos on her. And you go on. And still, Pharrell with Hattie, I'm still very, very excited. And I still want to have you on. So 
holla at me if you're just in that circle, of course. And of course, happy, I'm not, I'm happy about, and you can go on and you're a very, very cool guy. So those are my Grammy news. Yeah. Do we need a quick breather? That was like a, a lot to take in all at once. Um, I want to now play the song. Okay. Cause this is one of my favorite songs now I can officially say. It's done by 15-year-old Storm Harris. And I'm kind of jealous of this guy because he's so talented and he has a lot together at the age of 15, which makes me very, very jealous. But nonetheless, he's an artist and a songwriter, and he's just released his first single called Dream. He's currently working on his next song called Dangerous to follow the rest of his album. Now, not only is Storm an artist, but he also has his own foundation. People, need I remind you once again that I was eating crayons at 15. At 15, I still wanted to be a doctor because you get to wear a coat and you're running through the hospital corridors. Then I realized you have to deal with blood. So then I was like, no, I'm not about that vibe. But nonetheless, he has a a foundation called Storm in Africa, which creates awareness about children affected by crime and abuse. He's taken the step of being an ambassador to stand up against crime and abuse that affect children and wants to put a stop in it. This guy's still in school. He's working hard at his studies. However, his dreams and vision for better future for children is way beyond that. I'm so excited to get to talk to him straight after this. But for now, now, here is a little sample of his song. It's called Dream. This is us. Prepared ourselves for war. To take all the same unfairly called. Give it all for what it's worth.
This is Untapped Talent right here on cliffcentral.com with me, Sia. And so I'm finally, finally excited to have this guy sitting across me right here in the studio. He's, yeah, talented, I think, is a term that does not even adequately describe who or what he is. Storm Harrison, 15-year-old, muser of notes. Thank you so much for joining me this early. Ah, you're welcome. Eh? It's pretty amazing to be here. No, well, it is nonetheless early. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> that you're here <laughs> and you're up 100%. So let's just... I'm so excited to get to talk to you and just get into your whole development and your journey thus far. Let's talk about dreams specifically. Well, you know, the song Dream that I wrote was basically about my dream. Then after, because like all I was going through at the moment with my music career. Yeah. And then after hearing about the killings of the children, that's where the Storm in Africa Foundation came in. Oh, wow. That song became the anthem for the Storm in Africa Foundation. So it was not only about my dream, but everybody else's dream as well. Wow. When did you actually realize that you actually love and are passionate about music? Well, you know, I've been passionate ever since I was three, but only about two years ago, yeah. my parents realized that I had a great voice. And I was like, okay. I've, I've been singing for how long? <laughs> Have you always, do you come from a musical family? Uh, well, you know, my c- cousin played drums and he was friends with Dale from Prime Circle and Crazy White Boy. Oh, yeah. so that's quite a good little circle to and then hang around. To, Excuse the pun. <laughs> yeah, and I used to jam around with the Moroccans, shaking around in his room playing. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. You have to start somewhere. It was either that or the triangle. <laughs> you know, and if all else fails, the triangle is a good second option as well. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when did you actually, now that you're passionate about music, when did it go from, cool, I absolutely love this, and, you know, I can shake a little bit and I can play a few keys here and there, to I now want to take this fully as a career? Well, since two years ago, they, uh, my parents found out. Yeah. And then we held, held a storm fest, which I'm Storm in Africa and I play a storm fest. Look at you. First of all, is Storm really your real name? Yeah. Storm, if I looked at like your ID or birth certificate, it says Storm Harrison. Yes. Why couldn't I have such a cool name like that? Like just... Like Earth, Wind, no, that is, that's cl- too close to Earth, Wind and Fire, never mind, <laughs> moving past it, but Storm is already a rock star name, it's one of those things, okay, mm-hmm. so you, you're already 13 and you now want to pursue a career in music. Do I look that young? No, no, when you were 13, oh, yeah. uh, uh-huh. Storm, like, I'm good with my maths, it's just subtracting 2 from 15, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Did you, was it easy for people to take you seriously? Did Um, you get like support from your family and friends when you said, Coolio, Dr. Harrison or Professor Harrison is out of the door. I want to be a muser. Well, I got uh, support from my parents, Mm -hmm. but it was hard getting support from my friends because I was already involved in sport. So I I made a sacrifice and I stopped sport to go to music. Yeah. Mm. And so did you start getting like technical lessons? Do you play instruments? Do you? Well, I started with vocal training first. Okay. So ever since then, I've just been playing a little bit of guitar as well and a bit of piano. Yeah. And then you started getting into songwriting as well. Let's yeah. talk about that because that's very, very cool, I think. To be able to not only deal with your own thoughts because we as humans are screwed up little people, but to be <laughs> able to say whatever I'm going through, I can put pen onto paper and actually write about it. And more than that, it's about being eloquent enough to say, hey... I'm as happy as a room without a roof. Clap along if you're as happy as me, type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To be able to eloquently map out your thoughts. So how has that songwriting process been for you? Well, it's hectic because it's the emotion that I'm going through. Yeah. Not only the emotion that I'm going through, but what I'm feeling at the moment. Uh-huh. So like dreams I wrote for me and for other people's dreams as well. Uh-huh. 
But yeah, it's it depends on the mood. Now you say the songwriting process actually takes quite a while. It does. It well, it depends on if you're having an off day or if you're feeling like really excited, so you will write quickly. But then if you have an off day, it's upsetting yeah. and you don't feel like writing. Because I I would imagine maybe like something of a lighter, happier note. You know, a, a happy mood is quite easygoing and you can quickly write that out. Mm. But like when you have to deep deep about it, why you're feeling sad or how you're feeling sad, I would assume that yeah. yeah, that would take a while. Does it? Um, sometimes. And it's one of those things as well where you have to. If it's like three months, let's just say you were sad three months ago, you're still stuck in that sad phase <laughs> of having to like map out the thoughts. And after that time, you're happy and you're thinking, why, why am I exactly? singing a happy, a sad song? <laughs> exactly, it's one of those things. So it's a twisted life of being a musician. Yeah. But nonetheless, how are you finding it? How are you navigating your career as a 15-year-old? You're still trying to balance school, and at the same time, you're dealing with the South African industry. You know. Yeah. Well, balancing school and music together, I think the most important thing in life is to be balanced, not to either do this or do that. Yeah. Because I think you need school. Because I'm still doing school. You need school. To as a backup plan, so yeah. that if you fail at what you're doing, you got something as backup. Okay, but well, that's that's very philosophical. <laughs> like, I just sat down, but I'm like, man, that is hardcore. Okay, yeah. So after school, what are your plans? Though? Well, my plans for after school is to carry on with music, mm-hmm. no matter what. No matter what. Okay, because you get songwriters like the twi- the Taylor Swifts of the world who'll go through a back like a little. Break up and they'll start to write about that But then you also get like the, what's his name Jason Derulo of the world, mm. who will walk past And say, you know what girl, you look good With that big fat butt, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle Please. What do you think, <laughs> exactly, what do you think When you take the time and effort When you say three months, I'm not going to put Anything out there, because I Value and appreciate this craft And I see it as absolute talent And someone listening deserves something of a high quality Then you get someone who gets A hit Week after week, just with a chorus that says "wiggle, wiggle, wiggle." Mm. Personally, do you take that? You know, do you take offense as an artist going, "Really, is it really worth it to be in this industry?" Uh, it is worth it, but I don't take offense to it because if that's what they've done and I accept that, other people have also put the time and effort into writing a song. And yeah, I appreciate what they're doing to make the music industry more vibey. Hmm. I think he's taking the high road on this one because that's it. <laughs> but I'll let you be. I'll let you have your philosophical moments. Okay, so let's talk about Storm in Africa as well. It's a big thing for anyone to be selfless, but I think it's a big thing at 15. At 15, it was about Sia Sia and Morsia. But how are you at the age of 15 being able to say, listen, I have a voice, literally and figuratively, and I want to use it more than one way, including helping other people? Well, the storm. Well, I'm Storm and Africa in the band, so we perform at uh, the festival Stormfest. Yeah, which has a lot of things that go behind it. Like you have to get the artists for that day to see who's available, and then you get their technical writers for what they want on that day, which is like hectic. Shucks. Yeah, because it's either like they want Red Bull or they want tea. Oh, are South African artists picky? Um, like, can they say, I- I'm sorry, I want a dressing room that has a window facing the east? I don't think they're more picky than American okay, artists. Okay, damn it. Because <laughs> maybe I could learn how to play the triangle so that I could have demands like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both need to... Exactly, think, uh, yeah, yeah you, you need to have demands. Like, I want a trail of jelly beans moving out to the studio because yeah. I forget where the studio or, door or, or is. Or speckled eggs. Exactly, why not? <laughs> it's only normal. But that's quite a fascinating thing, that you're able to have this business head on where you realize that as much as I enjoy singing, it's a business at the end mm-hmm. of the day, and I have to, you know, have connections and networks and make and it And the profitable. music industry is also very rough because you've got people trying to take you down on what you're doing. 
Who's your support system in the industry? I think it would be my dad. And your dad is here. Yeah. So that's very, very cool that he's also up here this early in the morning. How's he? Does, does he play your music? Is he like your number one fan? I think he plays my music almost every day in the car going to school. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. That's kind of love and a lot of some. You know, mm. it's like a love and a bit. It's love and a lot of some. It's kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dad, I know you love me and support me, but thank you. That's enough. It's cool though. And then moving on, let's just say in five years from now, where do you see yourself? Well, I think I see myself making it big on the road to success, on the path to success. Uh-huh. And I'm determined to make it internationally. Yikes. You go on with your bad self. What yeah, do you, I yeah. <laughs> exactly. What do you, and then when you look at the likes of Connell Cruz and Johnny Apple, you know, they're young, they're in South Africa. You know, the mere fact that Johnny Apple won SA's Got Talent, Connell Cruz has signed a deal in America. Mm. It, it's, does that inspire you or does that just say, you know, and Connell, Johnny, sit down, watch me in a few years? I think I'm going to go with the second option, watch <laughs> me in a few years. <laughs> But do, uh, do you feel that there are musicians who inspire you in South Africa and who n- inspire you to go further, really? I do think there are musicians, such as Prime Circle as well, uh-huh. and Connell Cruz, because he's made it big in uh, going to L.A. Reid yeah. to sign a label with him. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I think... I don't want to be... I'm going to be straight with you. Okay. I think we have... This is an exclusive, an untapped talents exclusive. Storm Harrison is about to say something controversial. Yes. No joking. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have better artists in South Africa than we do have in America. It's just that our artists aren't supported like American artists are. And we have a lot of untapped talent, which is yet to be discovered. One. 100%. 100%. I totally believe and I side with you in that. High five. It's, it, it, you know what? Yes. Thank you. We just had a moment in studio here, okay? W- what I do know is it's the industry. It's the fact that we don't have enough options or yeah. opportunities. I'm not crying or woe unto me. It's not spilled milk. It's just what we have to deal with. You know, it's a smaller industry. There are fantastic singer-songwriters everywhere. You know, I'm not trying to sound biased. I have good friends who are also musicians. <laughs> but it's just a fact of if they had you know, bigger, better opportunities. You know, when you look at America, this is what I feel, and I want your point of view as well. As for the likes of Ariana Grande, for example, I do, I'm not saying she isn't talented, but I do feel it's very modified. Mm-hmm. Where at the end of the day, a decision is being made in a boardroom with exec who says, okay, you know what, I think you should dress like this, and your song should have this, and it should be catchy here so that you're a big hit. Do you know what 100%, I mean? 100%, because if you think about it, if a girl sings a song, she needs to like dress all hot. Exactly. So she gets sp- uh, sponsored by boys to watch the music video to get ratings. Yeah. And if, it's controversial for the other way, for guys who have hot girls to get guys also watching. It's, it's weird. It's, yeah. it's pretty much a one-sided guy thing, if you think about it. Oh, we're getting very deep and philosophical <laughs> here this morning. This is like, I should be taking notes on what I'm learning. It's just weird where you have a clash of like, Ariane, she's in her 20s, and she's still looking like she's 12. And it's, it's very modified. And you know what? Kudos to you. If it works for you, go on with your bad self. But I do feel that talent is really... Not really shone a big light on in South Africa mm. But also with that How does that make you feel though As an artist in South Africa Well you know it wants me Well it makes me strive more for my goal In yeah. the future Yeah And with that as well though Who are some of the in, one, Some of your favorite musicians in South Africa Who you feel If they just got a break They'd be awesome Well I think Prime Circle uh-huh. um, Blackbird Connell Cruz Well he's already made it Yeah Um 
Well, I've only actually listened to two South African artists that I think I enjoy listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And here's the thing, though. Also, 2014 is already wrapped up, done and dusted like we're done with yeah, that. Yeah, quickly. <laughs> I love this year. I'm not even going to complain one bit. But you, as a musician, what are some of your, what were some of your favorite songs from 2014? What, internationally or locally? International and locally. Well, I think there were, f- uh, there's that one Robbie Williams song. And some of Vichy songs. Yes, didn't they do a little collab? Mm. Was um, no, I was about to sing. Then I remembered once again. I can't. I sing. think it was "These Are the Days We'll Never Forget." Na 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 na, don't forget. No, yeah, okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Yes, hey, you, you got a great voice. No, 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 no. Let's not lie to each other this early in the morning. No, <laughs> you should be singing it. Okay, so Robbie Williams, quite cool about that. Uh huh. Any other standout songs? Um, Sam Smith songs. Yes. One Republic. Uh-huh. The script. Are you going to watch the script next year? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm rather heading to One Republic. Okay. I just got caught up on the one term and I was like, is he going to mention One Direction? Because I thought he was cool. Then he was going to mention One Direction. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're on the same page about that. One Direction. We're not exactly cool fans. But moving on to 2015, what do you have planned in the pipelines? Well, going to grade 10. Oh, yeah, well, by the way, uh, do you have like a cool factor at school? Do you get to leave early at school and go, sorry, I have a gig. Like I have to go and sit in on a meeting because I'm that cool. Yeah, I do. That, <laughs> you see, I just wish I was as cool as you at it's school. It's like, see you guys later. I'm not going to <laughs> I have a gig to go to, okay? You just strum your guitar and you walk out. But what plans do you have in your career specifically? Well, my album's coming out next year just before Easter. Very cool. Mm. And there's going to be a lot of cool songs on it that I think could be hits after the song Dream. And then are you going to have like, are you going to come back to CA with Untapped Talent and you're going to premiere one of your songs as well? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? You know, usually someone would say, yes, Sia, thank you so much. You are so great. He says, yeah, maybe. He's too cool for you. But you know what, Storm? Thank you so much. Eh? Thanks, With yeah. a name like Storm, once again, I'm not going to hold it against you. You're instantly cool. Where can people get more information about you? Okay. Uh, you can go to, you can either follow me on Twitter or Facebook, uh-huh. um, at Storm in Africa on mm. Twitter and yeah. Storm in Africa on Facebook. And then if you want to get more information about the Storm in Africa Foundation, you go to uh, stormandafricafoundation.org. Or you can co- uh, go to stormfestessay.co.za. Ay, ay, ay. This guy got it's a lot of to- things named after me. <laughs> I'm telling you, but with a name like Storm, you you cannot be destined to work at like the local whatnots doing heaven only knows what. It's a name like Storm. So parents out there, if you're listening, just want to make sure that your kid is successful one day. Give them a cool name. <laughs> that is Storm Harrison right here on cliffcentral.com. Untapped Talent. Storm, thank you so much for joining Thanks, me. Sir. And only the bigger and the best things for you in 2015. You too. On radio. More of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com. Do you have plans for New Year's Eve yet? This year, Cliff Central is making Joburg the place to be for New Year's Eve. Join us at hashtag CliffRocks2015 at Joburg's sexiest spot, the Hard Rock Cafe in Nelson Mandela Square, Sandton. Delicious food, awesome music, drinks, and fun, as well as over 100,000 random prizes up for grabs on the night. And everyone is a VIP. Let's leave the old behind and go into the future together. Book at CompuTicket. Hashtag Clip Rocks 2015. 
Oh yes, if you needed any more validation and verification of what's going on tonight, has that Cliff Rocks 2015. I'm so ready for it. I'll be going over to Hard Rock Cafe just straight after this. I'm like getting into the swing and the spirit of things, tying up 2014 in the best way possible. Talking about just tying up the year in one of the best way possible. Wasn't that Storm guy so cool? Like he just has his head on screwed up like in the right way. He's so genuinely interested in music and he's just a cool guy. He's going so, so far and I'm glad to have spoken to him right in the beginning of his career so kudos to him storm harrison with a cool name like that you're just all round cool so if you were listening this is well of course you are listening this is untapped talents right on clipcentral.com listen up the song that i just played um while we went to break was a song by sia named you're not fully dressed without a smile it's one of my i'm not usually like a happy-go-lucky person and i don't really like all these fake happy songs but it's from the new movie annie and you know the good old classic annie they've just uh released the second remake of annie yeah i think yes there was a movie before this is another movie with um yo i need to get her name right but anyway i just her name is quavan janay wallace oh I'm so proud of myself that I actually pronounced it correctly. I want to do it again. Quavon Janae Wallace. She is the new Annie in the movie. And this is the thing. So this is Untapped Talent. all about young people doing extraordinary things. And I thought if Barbara Walters can do it, if Forbes magazine can do it, if Time magazine can do it, then why can't Sia do it? Barbara Walters has a list of 10 most fascinating people. Forbes always comes out with all these lists every single year. And Time Magazine does like all these influential lists, etc., etc. So why can't I have my own list, damn it? So just a round of 2014, one of the best way possible. I decided to make my very own list of some of the extraordinary young people who I've looked up to this year, who've been absolutely extraordinary and who I just can already tell that in 2015, they are going to knock your socks off. So as, of course, we just played that Annie song with Quavajane Wallace, she you know i've always looked at this girl and i was like this girl is going to go very very far years years ago it was like two years ago in 2012 she was nominated and she is the youngest ever nominee for an oscar like dude you were born in 2003 and now you're here being nominated for oscars she were, had a starring role in the movie beasts of the southern wild and she was nominated under the best actress category in 2012 at the oscars Youngest nominee ever. And here's the thing. Even though she did not win, I have to say, Meryl Streep won that year for the Iron Lady. But girl, you are like two days old and you can actually say that you were nominated for an Oscar, number one. And secondly, you lost to Meryl Streep. If you lost to like Denise Richards or something, then that would kind of not be as cool. But you lost to Meryl Streep. That's absolutely awesome. So I'll have to say, she's one of my people to watch for 2015. And this is what is even bigger and better about her. She's recently been embroiled with some level of like scandal. So first and foremost, the movie Annie, um, this movie review website, Rotten Tomatoes, gave it like a 27 or like a 29% rating, which of course people are like, oh, it's going to be a flop and it's going to be horrible and what's happening to this little girl? But regardless of that, she clinched, well, the movie clinched a deal with Target, which is a major, major retailer in America, to have a whole Annie collection, you know, collections of clothes and accessories for little girls, etc., etc. But now this is what made, like, some controversy about that. Um, so on top of that, this is what people had to say. There was even, like, a petition about this. For the whole Annie clothing collection, a lot of the models were white girls. And people were getting riled up like Quavangene. Oh, let's get the name right. Quavangene. 
Quavaza Day is black, so how can you ha- be having, you know, white girls model the clothing and they were going on about, well, you know, the classic Annie was white and she had ginger hair, so it doesn't really make a difference. They're paying homage to that Annie, but then people were saying, no, you should respect the current Annie, etc., etc. There was all of this scandal and people were surprised that Quavaza actually kept quiet throughout this whole entire time. People were, were wondering why exactly was she keeping quiet? Lo and behold, she recently announced that she is the new face for the new Imani Jr. campaign. Thank you. Now do you want to do you want me to reassess why I still nonetheless call her one of the biggest people to watch in 2015? While everyone was riling up about Target, she was like, you know what, you hush and sit in the corner. I'm ready and I'm waiting for Imani. So I'm very, very excited about that. And I'm so just rooting for her in one of the best way possible. Also on my list, I'll have to say this is like my, I'll say number two person. So Quavajale was my number three, number two person to watch in 2015. There's another 15 year old by the name of Eric Finman. He is an entrepreneur. You guys at 15, like these people make me feel like I've not done anything with my life. He's from Idaho in America and he just stumbled upon one day investing a thousand dollars. Um, into bitcoins, which is this whole investment scheme thingy. And he rece- received the money from his grandmother. So he just decided to invest in. Soon after, lo and behold, he sold it for $100,000. Like, dude, in bitcoins. So he sold, he now has that money. And from his earnings, he's decided to address some of the negative experiences he has had with the educational system and provide learning that is focused on the students. So instead of learning passively in a classroom, he wants students to learn by experiencing the world the way they want to. So just from his house in Idaho, he uses just a computer and the internet. He started both Botangle, no, Botangle.com. So B-O-T-A-N-G-L-E.com. So he now manages a 20-person team compromised of programmers and other professionals from all over the world. And recently he's been working on Botangle event called Intern for a Day, which allows interns to work for top companies for an entire day. Eric hopes to help other teenage entrepreneurs because you're never too young to do something great. Thank you for that little inspiration. But this is what I find most fascinating about him. As much as he can have this incredible story, this is what he, he basically had to resonate with his parents. He says, um, even though he's 15, he would basically, he, he struck this with his parents. He said, if he makes $1 million before he turns 18, then he will admit that he won't have to attend college. Like, dude... At 15, my parents were still telling me to shut up and go to sleep. Like, you are now telling your parents that, listen up, let me just make a million dollars so that I don't have to attend college. So, like, yeah, my cool factor is just not going on and on at all. But nonetheless, let's sum it up. This is this is going down in history, okay? <laughs> okay. okay, move over Barbara Walters and Time and, and Forbes magazine. This is now the SEA people to watch for 2015 list, okay? So the number one... Nonetheless, which will go down, this is, this chick for me is nothing but inspirational. Her name is Malala Yousafzan. She's 17 years old. And if you have not heard of Malala, I think if you want some inspiration, 
search of this chick. So two years and one day after the Taliban gunman shot her in the head while she was riding to school, the Pakistani youth activist became the youngest ever recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize. Now, the, the accolade caps an impressive, albeit early, career for Yusuf Zan, who has used her organization, the Malala Fund, as a platform to promote girls' education, help Syrian refugee children, and demand the return of the Nigerian girls kidnapped by Boko Haram, among other things. In April, she received an honorary doctorate in civil of law from the University of King's College in Canada and they say Malala is a testament that women everywhere will not be intimidated into silence like why is there a random clapping studio I don't know what what is going on with that I just think these are people who have their head on in the right way and they're absolutely inspirational nonetheless I find it so fascinating that at that young age you can be so headstrong about what you want to do in life and where you want to go in life to the point where you're now being selfless and helping other people so what a lovey dovey inspirational way to end off Untapped Talent for this year what do you say hey it was absolutely awesome and listen let's have a soppy moment Take out that Kleenex And we're just going to have a moment right now I'd just like to personally say You know, I say this at the beginning of every single show Without fail Thank you so much for having me on And I know that sounds so cliche But it's one of the best things ever To be able to just have discussions About things that I'm absolutely passionate about And I know that you are inspired by as well These are young people who are going out there And making a name for themselves And listen, the biggest guy who served as some sort of inspiration throughout this whole entire show is me. Like, 2014 has been one of those things where, okay, I think that kind of sound pompous. I don't mean inspiration. I'm just saying as a, some way of an example. You've helped me, like, change from this little boy who dreams of radio and pushing buttons to now being able to host a writer on cliffcentral.com and talk to you. So it absolutely means so much to me. So for the very last time in 2014, until we meet again in 2015, next week, Wednesday from 9 till 10 a.m., my name is Sia. Have an amazing festive season, an awesome, awesome New Year's Eve, and I'll see ya. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.